Hi there, welcome to Victim to Victor, the podcast dedicated to empowering abuse survivors and inspiring healing, hope and positive change. I'm Anu Verma, a published author, and in every episode, I'll sit down with a guest and embark on an insightful conversation about trauma, as well as practical strategies to start the healing process. So let's get started. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi listeners, welcome back to the Victim to Victor show. My name's Anu and I'm your host. In today's episode, I have Ashika Lasani back on my show. In today's episode, we will be discussing a female entrepreneurship and how to overcome the obstacles and blocks that may be stopping you from succeeding your full potential. Ashika gave up her job in dentistry to start up her business as a registered holistic nutritionist and life coach, specializing in empowering, strengthening and guiding women to see their potential through a multifaceted approach. Her journey was never pictured perfect, even when it appeared to be so. Unable to own her singularity or her inner truth, she lived for everyone else except herself. After a major life shift in her early 30s, she realised that she had been living her life to other people's expectations and boundaries. During this process, she has educated and surrounded herself with people and opportunities that allow her to become the most elevated and driven version of herself. Her purpose is to serve women to redesign their lives so they can create their own masterpiece. And here we are, our beautiful Ashika back again on part three of our amazing episodes. How are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. I'm so excited. Like every time this happens, when you and I are recording, it just feels like a girl's night. And I, I'm really, really thrilled and so grateful to be here again. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And um, oh, for those of you who may not have caught the episodes before, myself and Ashika have done a couple of episodes already on having a relationship with yourself. And there was one on nutrition. So please do check them out. I will be adding a link in this episode in the description box as well for you guys. But today's special episode is on female entrepreneurship. We're going to be looking at the obstacles that females may have to overcome when they're looking to start their own business. And we're going to be looking at what might be holding you back. It'd be great to start off, Ashika, with your own journey of entrepreneurship and how you got into what you're doing now. Yeah, that's like a (laughs) big breath of... (laughs) A big uh aha and, uh, you know, a big breath in... Um, how I got into entrepreneurship was, it it was a journey because it's almost like I stumbled upon that. I continued stumbling upon the next chapter as, as I was growing. Ultimately, my mission is to serve women in their growth and in their health journey. And for them to overcome their own obstacles by learning from the tools that have worked for me. So I always knew everything that I had gone through in my previous marriage and um, uh, my mindset, developing my mindset, 
into, um, you know, at, at one point telling myself that if I couldn't be anything, I would be a good mother and let that be it. So really letting go of my own judgment, understanding my own fears in order in, not to be afraid of fear, but to use it as fuel. Because we don't want to have um, a negative outlook on fear. No. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. So you want to yeah. use it as a fuel. So it was really like every time I fell, I learned a new lesson. So my greatest lessons came from my greatest failures. Wow. Yeah. And again, even that is quite inspiring because a lot of people see failure as being a loser. So I love that, you know, you see it as something positive, as an opportunity to grow and to learn. Yes. And we do. Like I just say, you know, bring on the failure because every time I, I encounter a failure, I'm like, yes, I've grown. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it teaches us something. But here's the thing. It doesn't come. It's easier said than done. Mm. Right. But oh, everything is easier said than done. But it takes daily practice. It takes reconditioning your subconscious to, to understand that the fears that are installed in us weren't really for us. It was to keep us safe. But if Mm. we stay safe, it's really difficult as a female in, in the entrepreneurial industry to grow because we're constantly, um, wanting to be in our comfort zone and not being able to, um, uh, to, not be able to be caught in that self-judgment. Oh, absolutely. And we do, we are our own worst enemies. We're so critical upon ourselves. We judge ourselves. And what I hate the most is something which I've been looking around is so many of us are comparing ourselves to others. Yes. So, so many. And I've done it. I still catch myself doing it sometimes, Mm. but now, you know, being aware of it, it does put a different perspective to it. Yeah. But we, we do, we compare ourselves to, to women who are, you know, 10 years senior of us doing what they're yeah. doing. And what I found really interesting is, and this is where I've learned to flip the switch is that if you catch yourself comparing yourself to somebody, mm. understand and learn their journey, understand yeah. and ask questions because we yeah. get very intimidated by that too. Yeah. Right. So then we try to compare and then we use that comparison and putting quotes um, to keep ourselves stuck. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So So if you catch yourself comparing yourself to somebody, there's nothing wrong with that. That's one thing too. You know, we have such like fear, like taboo around it, like recognize that you are, but then when you recognize it, flip the switch and say, what can I learn from that person? Because Mm. what you're looking, what you're comparing yourself to is their end result. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They all started somewhere. Yeah. Mm. And it really hit me too. When women started to, you know, I'll, I'll have women message me or even some, my clients will tell me, well, I'm comparing myself to you. And then (sighs) I was like, oh my goodness. No, no, no. Learn about what got me here. Okay. Yeah. I like right? that. Let's, let's, let me teach you what got me here. 
Yeah, yeah. Right. And I was actually having a conversation um, on that topic. I was having having a conversation with a client last week, and we were talking about being intimidated with a room full of women that are more um, um, successful or have a lot more knowledge or years beyond us. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we have all been in that situation in our younger days, and even now, for me to be, you know, I'm in my mid forties, and for to be in a room full of women who are in their fifties and sixties. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Right. Mm. Like, <laughs> but now the way I look at it, I'm like, yes, put me in that room. Yeah. I want to learn what they're doing. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be intimidated. I, I want to learn Absolutely. what got them to where they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that totally. gets a beautiful opportunity. But if we get intimidated, we actually mm. shoot ourselves in the foot. So true. And you see this a lot. And, you know, I'm talking from experience as well. Like when you do see somebody very successful, you know, when you're feeling insecure yourself, it's very difficult for you to approach that person. So this is why self-development is so important because we need that confidence. And without having that confidence, how are we ever going to grow and learn from others? So it's about trying to overcome those obstacles to face these people because a lot of the time, everyone's so happy to help. Well, I'll say that, but I guess it depends on which industry you're in. And yes, <laughs> and who you have around you. Yeah. Right? The coaching yeah. industry. I'm sure everyone wants to help. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I oh. mean, and that's the next thing too. Um, one thing that really comes to mind is understanding your support circle. Okay. Mm. And, and also understanding that you have the ability to create a strong support circle. Yeah. You're not mm. obligated and tied to having the people around you that you had in high school, that you had in your twenties, that you had in your thirties, you are able to start a new journey. Yeah. Right. And yeah. have people support you that are going to, um, you know, support you up that mountain. You know, I always mm -hmm. say that, um, I don't know if I, there was another podcast I was on, we were talking about this, but I'll share it here as well as 10 years ago, I read this book by um, of all people, Steve Harvey. Oh yes. Steve Harvey. Yes. Right. Um, and it was when I was just softly coming into personal development and I thought this would be a good read. I learned something so valuable in there that I still up to this day, teach to other women and try to remember myself. It, the book was called act like a success, think like a success. And it was for women. Mm, okay. So, and he, there's a chapter where he talks about you going up a, a mountain, right? And you have all your hopes and dreams and desires in a wagon and you're carrying this wagon on your shoulder and you're pushing it up the mountain. Mm. Everybody that's closest in your life, there are two types of people. One, the ones that sit in your wagon and you have to pull them up with you. And two, the ones that are going to be pushing your wagon behind you. Ah, okay. Okay. And it was just like a light bulb went on for me. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I want people that are helping me push my wagon and I'm doing the same for them because it goes both ways. Yeah. Right. It's absolutely. not a one-sided journey. It goes both ways. Mm -hmm. And from then on, I started to reevaluate relationships in my life that were helpful or the ones that were putting, getting, or that the ones that were keeping me 
from getting to where I need to be in my life to serve. Okay. And with decades of privacy, decades, oh my gosh. <laughs> it is yes, decades. Yes. It is, it is, right? <laughs> with decades of practice, it's like, you know, I've mastered it, mm-hmm. but sometimes it still can be a little difficult to say, well, I'm sorry that this is not serving me. Right. Oh, well, our relationship is not serving nothing wrong with the two people, mm. but it's your creating that circle. So that's just a brilliant way I find of assessing people in your life. Yeah, I like that. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, and I do. I always because I guess my quote is, um, you know, make sure you're around people who lift you up rather than drag you down, which is the same scenario, basically, <laughs> as what you're describing. Yeah. And I have. And wow, my friendships have just totally transformed. Like I've, I've, I've either just got rid of people who were dragging me down or just who didn't have my mm. best interests at heart. And what I've done is I've invested more in those who lift me up because I, I lift them up too. And I love it. Yeah, I love right. that. You know, it's, it's just in our nature. I feel that, you know, us empaths, the ones who really okay. care about other people's feelings, you know, we need to be surrounded by other empaths because it's just so easy. And I've done it. I, don't know, I know you've done it in previous relationships where we found people who have just tried to steal that energy that tried to suck our soul away from us. Yes. Energy vampires. And, yeah. you know, and it's about understanding and having that awareness and, you know, just having that um, ability to see people for who they really are. And that, that does, that takes decades of self-development. It does. It takes, it takes also moments of stillness, like creating daily moments of stillness in your life to be, to be aware of that, to even recognize who is, you know, taking my energy rather than adding to my, my energy. And a lot of times, you know, people pleasing can get into this as well, where we, we get sucked into it and we really like lose our, our energy. We lose our inspiration, our creative self. And every time we have to go through this, it takes a lot more energy to come back to where we were. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It, it, it does. So I find that reevaluating um, relationships is so important in every chapter of, yeah. of your life, whether it's personal career, right? Yes, like yes, it's, absolutely. it's, it's so important, but, but, um, yeah, it, practicing stillness and incorporating meditation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And again, yeah. I, th- I think a lot of people just think meditations when you have to sit there and chant, oh, with your legs crossed, but it's not, is it? I no. find meditation when I go out in nature for a walk. Yes. I love yeah. that. You know, to me, that's my meditation. Like you said, just going up, lying in your bed, just closing your eyes for a while. Mm-hmm. Illness, you know, just not having any TV on and just yeah. really, you know, going in and um, just letting your thoughts flow and, and seeing what comes up because I find that in the, it's in that moment of in, like stillness where all your inspiration comes and your creativity. <sighs> yes. And, and that it is, I mean, practicing meditation, you have to be in a meditative state and that there's no cookie cutter way of saying, okay, you have to be sitting in a certain location 
to be in a meditative state, like you said, going for a walk. Like I feel like I'm in a meditative state when I'm running, where I'm in my thoughts. I'm so present. And Mm -hmm. most of my creative, um, um, the creations that I've used within my business have come from thoughts that have come up when I was running. Wow. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. that's, it's what yeah. lights your heart on fire, but it's also that moments of stillness. And for some people, you know, yes, there's some days I will sit still and I have a meditation nook that I've created for myself. And I practice that art of meditation. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and thoughts will come, thoughts will go. Right. Especially like as, as an entrepreneur, like female entrepreneur, you have so many thoughts, so many thoughts that flow to you. Uh, you've got, you know, your thoughts in 10 different places and then you throw parenting in there and then you've got, right. That's a whole like can of worms, but also to recognize that thoughts can come and thoughts can go. Mm -hmm. Right. There's no expectation. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't. Exactly. Yeah. And I guess what I've realized is that, you know, with self-awareness um, and, you know, ascension or transition to, you know, like spirituality, I found that thoughts become so much more positive. Oh, I remember the days when they were just so dark and, oh, they're deathly thoughts, horrible thoughts. And then suddenly like now, they're just beautiful thoughts, you know, of yes. abundance and joy. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I know, you know, for a lot of my listeners out there who might be looking to, you know, probably work more on the spiritual practice, then, you know, meditation is a great way for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's one of the biggest things that we've been talking about in my mentorship program right now is, you know, there's the art of doing business and marketing right? Yeah. Which is pretty much learning the ABCs of it. Mm-hmm. But behind what you do in your life behind the scenes, yeah. that's what matters. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. gold, right? Yeah. Your rituals, your personal rituals yes. that y- you practice, rituals you practice, that is where the, the foundation needs to be be really strong. Um, if it's meditation, if it's practicing meditation, if it's going for walks, like you were mentioning Mm -hmm. or running, it's journaling. It can be even getting up and turning on some peaceful music in the morning Mm -hmm. and lighting candles. Like what I do is the minute I get up, I, of course, um, you know, I'll go and get my coffee. It's, it's starting, it's doing its thing. I'll go and light two candles, one in my yoga nook and one right next to a picture of my son and I. Oh, so beautiful. I'll write two candles immediately. Those are two things that I want in my life is love and, and oh. family. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Right. So that's my ritual. And from that, that fuels me. And then from there, whether I'll, you know, work out at home or I'll go for a run or I'll go to the gym, like there's no judgment. I do what feels right, but it's a ritual. Even getting up and, you know, while my coffee is being made, having two glasses of water and my probiotic, you know, being a nutritionist, my health is my ritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Taking my B vitamins, um, taking right now I'm taking, um, you know, there's a lot of changes happening in, in, in my branding and my business right now, which I'm excited about. But I know that really gets, you know, sometimes really like energy flowing, anxiety going, right? So I'm taking something for my adrenal glands, right? So Mm -hmm. understanding that that's a ritual and that's 
that's all behind the scene work that you see when you see an entrepreneur. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's not only just presenting what you do on a daily basis, but it's your uh, behind the scenes stuff. It's your relationships that you're having and, you know, whether they're healthy, whether you're looking after yourself. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's all, you know, contributing towards a much more healthier you. That's right. I mean, that's why like, I enjoy working with, with females or are entrepreneurs because I'm helping them through chronic fatigue, uh, blood sugar imbalance, hormone imbalance, because all of that can be very stress-induced. Okay. Right? Yeah. All of that, if, if you are an entrepreneur, like even if you know, you're someone who multitasks, or if you're a stay-at-home mom, it's, you know, I say stay-at-home mm. mom, you're still an entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're figuring it along, right? Like I still think that. Um, so really like looking at how you want to show up for yourself. So mm. as an entrepreneur, you know, we're here to serve. How are you going to serve if you don't, you know, the old saying, don't put your oxygen mask on first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Right. And if you're totally. not eating enough nutri- nutrient dense um, uh, foods, how are you going to mentally and physically mm-hmm. have energy to run a business? You will eventually run out of fuel. It's a given, and you'll hit that wall, and it's going to be very difficult if you're doing it on your own to come out. So I work with prevention and also coming out of burnout and energy too, because you, you know, you really have to understand, yes, we are of service, but we are of service to ourselves first. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I I love that. And I wanted to kind of dwell more into the obstacles that you faced going Mm. into your business as a woman, obviously now there's so many more women entrepreneurs out there, uh, but I don't know. <laughs> Millions of us out there. <laughs> I feel we're taking All over with a beautiful purpose. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> It'd just be good for you to kind of share, um, you know, yeah. your journey, and just for those who may maybe stay at home moms now, looking for that transition, but they're just so scared oh. because they don't know what they're going to face in the big bad world that we're living. Yes, yes. Um, oh, some things that I faced, you know. Um, learning, learning who's around me to support me. So there've been, you know, times where people have, um, wanted to be in my life in a very supportive manner, but it's actually has been the opposite. So, you know, there was some times where, you know, I've lost relationships that were very close to me and that was quite saddening. And, um, you know, there was a lot of times where I felt alone that I was fighting the world on my own as, as a single parent and as an entrepreneur, but then, you know, going through the learning process of, I don't have to do this alone. I can ask for support. I am open to support. So another thing was really, I mean, I, I cannot stress how important learning your rituals and understanding how to ground yourself. Cause sometimes I found like I was all over the place. I felt very unsettled. I felt like my life was chaotic because yeah. I could not understand the uncomfortable change that was happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And there's been so many times I wanted to throw in the towel because it was difficult. 
Mm. It's not easy to stay connected to your purpose. Okay. We, we, we go out there and we read so many things and we read quotes and we hear people and they're like, just stay connected to your purpose. Well, it ain't that easy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The world just takes over. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. there was times where there was a lot of times where I was just, I was exhausted. I was tired. I was very close to burnout a lot of times, but really, and then I had to, to cut back. Um, some challenges I had was in the beginning, in order for me to create a life for myself and my son as an entrepreneur and as a mother, I really had to cut out all the necessary energy I was spending into the world. Like I was sending it into the world. Like I even cut back on play dates. I cut okay. back on meeting with girlfriends. I cut back on dating even too. Like I just, I put myself into a box and I just had to look at what was in front of me and that's all I could do and understanding that I was enough yeah. on my own. Yeah. So that um, was a challenge okay. because I felt really unworthy. I felt alone. I felt like I wasn't mm-hmm. enough. And there was a lot of people that came and told me, who do you think you are? Goodness. Okay. Yeah. But who do you think you are? Well, you know, you, you, you're, you're, the, you're a hygienist. You, you should say a hygienist. And why do you want to, to do more? And you should be happy with you, what you already have. And, you know, aren't you making enough money already? And all of this stuff, it's like mm-hmm. it, there was so much unsolicited advice mm-hmm. and judgment that came my way. And I just, if eventually I said, I need to cut these people out of my life because if I do this, if I don't, this is going to suck me in and it's going to put me further away from my purpose of helping women live their best life and a fulfilled life. Like, and if I'm going to help women live a fulfilled life, I really need Mm -hmm. to start practicing putting things into action in my life. Yeah. How do I want to serve my higher self? Yeah. You know? And of course, culturally, right? Like leaving your marriage, being a single mom, it was like, you know, you're, I'm the black sheep of the family, put my hand up, here I am. If my mom ever listens to this, she'll be like, put your hand down. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be proud of that. I'm proud of it. (laughs) Or would you say we're the white sheep? (laughs) We are. We are the wise sheep. And the black sheep. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So, you know, being that and looking, everybody looking at you like, oh, poor you, you know, you're a female who doesn't have I mean, I hate to say, but it was true. Like, you know, people Mm -hmm. would look at me like that. And I said, no, I'm fine, guys. This, this is what you think. And you really like need to, I had to learn to, to understand that their expectation of me is not my expectation of me. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. And also like, you know, my dad, he was like, you're going to leave your job to do what online? (laughs) Online? (laughs) Online? (laughs) So where's your office? I'm like, Zoom. (laughs) So, you know, very old school mentality, right? Like he's run his business. He's a retired accountant. So, you know, he goes to the office and, you know, that's like a plus a day's work. Yeah. A day's work. And, Mm. You know, but now it's like, um, so it's been really difficult um, having a relationship with my family and having them understand that, you know, I am the first one in in our family to sort of fly out and and do her own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now I'm 
they're a lot, they're on board now. They see it come to fruition. Like they see it now, you know? So I like, I have their support. I feel their support, but it wears very difficult the last couple of years to, to understand that. Yes. There were some times where I said, okay, well, you know, I I am going to be on my own for this. And, and I remember there was times where I was so tired. I was literally crying. I could sit on my couch and cry. And my son was seeing me cry and I didn't want to hide anything from him. And, you know, I said, well, mom's feeling sad because this is what I'm going through. Right. And having like, you know, being a full-time hygienist at that time, going to school full, uh, going to school part-time, finishing my nutrition diploma, um, getting my certification as a coach, all of that stuff. Like I did it still as a, as a parent and as as I had a full-time career. Mm -hmm before as as well so it wasn't easy and there was a lot of times I wanted to throw in the towel and fear got to me and I remember the first coach I ever hired you know three weeks working into working with her I called her and I said I don't I don't I'm so done keep Mm -hmm. my money I don't even want my money back I'm done I don't I don't want to do this this is not for me and I'll always remember her. She's an amazing, amazing part of my, um, part of my journey, but she hopped on a call with me and she said, she's like, what you're feeling is change. You're changing. Your yeah. life is changing and it's going to feel uncomfortable. And you just, you have to write it through. You've got to be strong enough to see it through mm-hmm. just having that support by her yeah. may kept me in the game. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's the thing, the power of female support. Wow. Yeah. And I I always say this, yeah, it just takes one person to believe in you. Yeah. That's Mm. it. Mm. Wow. And you were empowered to continue. I love that. What a story. It's, yeah. It's been through a lot. Yeah. I've been through a lot, but everything I've been through, I has happened for me. You know, that old saying, Mm. everything you go through happens for you, not to you. I truly, truly Mm. believe that everything that I have gone through has happened for me and I've asked for it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And what do you think has been your greatest lesson from all of that? There's so many, but the oh. first thing that comes to mind is love. Oh, yeah. Honor and love myself first. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my greatest lesson because, because of really nurturing the love I have for myself, I've been able to overcome obstacles and help other women, myself and my son. Right. So I've, I've left, um, relationships because their journey hasn't been my journey. So also loving the other person enough to let them go. Oh, yes. So it all originates from love. It does. Yeah. And that takes a lot of courage. Mm. Do you find as well, one of the things that you do learn, um, when you are an entrepreneur is to be brave, bold, courageous. Driven. I haven't actually have driven tattooed on my arm. <laughs> Love it. 
it's it's it is to be bold to be courageous to have a thick skin yes yeah. Right. To have a thick skin. It's not entrepreneurship is not for everybody, no. but it can be with the right people and support and right mindset development mm-hmm. of mindset. Um, but it does okay. take a lot of courage. And I remember there was a close relationship that I left behind years ago. And I told that person, I said, please don't hate me for leaving. And he had said, he's like, I don't hate you. What I love about you is that you're very driven. Okay. Tattooed. Love it. Tattooed. It's like literally tattooed. And every time I feel like I want to give up, I just look like, I know it's like really silly, but I look at it and I'm like, no, no. Yeah. I've got a symbol as to why I don't give up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you do, you do require a thick skin. You do require courage, support Mm. and accountability. Like I don't think I could have been able to do this without the support that I Mm. created for myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. You have the ability to create it and with the mindset that I've developed. So it, it took different, um, uh, layers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You develop layers Absolutely. And so just looking onto the actual business side of it as well, because, you know, in order to be an entrepreneur, you need a business. <laughs> so business plan, obviously, you know, everyone needs a business plan. Yeah. And you also need to have an ability to sell. And again, that's another area where I know so many people lack the confidence to just close a sale because they're just not confident in what they're selling. And if it's yourself as a coach or a therapist, wow, that's huge, isn't it? Selling is, selling is huge. Um, and it is a lot of times when we don't have confidence in ourselves and what we are providing, Mm -hmm. it will show up in your consultations. It will show up before you do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, not having clarity, Mm -hmm. not having a clear vision, right? Because then you can't sell something that you're not unclear about. So do you like, that's where you can get the confidence factor kicks in. Um, and, uh, not, um, also like just wanting to do something just because you want to do it to earn an income. that's huge right if you're doing it just for the the financial aspect of it it will be very short-lived i've seen it happen it Mm. will be very short-lived but if you do it because it's something that resonates with you and, and it's something that you you wholeheartedly believe in you will be a long term successful coach and understand that where you start is not where you're going to end up so don't mm-hmm. limit yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's it. another thing in business. We limit ourselves. We tie ourselves. We, we sometimes niche and pigeonhole ourselves so much that we actually shoot ourselves in the foot for not growing. Right. Yeah. That's why they say, don't like, don't create a business. Like create a brand, like create mm-hmm. feed into who you are, because then you can create anything you want to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Right? Yeah, to understand yeah. like you, you, to understand the journey and that you are going to evolve and your clients will evolve 
-hmm. and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Another thing is, this is something I'd like to share is there's going to be high periods and low periods in that low period. What I've learned from other mentors in my life is that in the low periods, that's where you focus on your self growth. So don't worry that you're in a low stream in your business. That it's like the universe is creating space for you to learn something there. Yeah. To grow. Yeah. To grow and then take that and then go with it. Just grow, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And obviously, you know, this goes for any other business as well, for those who are digital marketers or with their mm-hmm. online businesses and mm-hmm. whatever you're doing out there. I guess, you know, the same rule applies for everybody. Um, and on the note of social media as well, uh, because look, gone are the days now of, um, you know, billboard ads and paper ads. It's also, would you say it's all social media? I only say that because you're so great on social media. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've got a good network. I've got a good supportive network. So yes, yeah. thank you. Um, everything is on social media, but human connection is still important. Mm. I, okay. I never want anyone to forget that networking and actually being present is yeah. important as just as much as online networking is. And I mean, the last couple of years, yes, we have been all online yeah. because of, of COVID. Um, and it's, it's all, it's pushed us towards that but now that the world is opening up more and more each day it's really important to still recognize the importance of networking and human connection yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and social media sometimes has such a bad rep because you know a, a lot of there's a lot of like judgment bullying self criticism and so a lot of that is going on on social media, but there is a beautiful side of social media mm. where you can create intentionally a network and community. Mm. I think yeah. it's all intent. You have to be very intentional about what you are doing on social media. Don't worry about the likes. <laughs> fo- like, don't worry about the bad comments. Focus on the good ones. You know, show up with intention. Yeah. Um, show up to also learn. Like when you're in a beautiful network of of women you are learning from each other. So there's no competition. No, absolutely not. There's yeah. no competition, right? It's like mm. you'll, you will get clients that will resonate with you as long as you know, and you have clarity and intention about what you are doing. Yeah. yeah. How, of course, the marketing and the sales obviously do go into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Oh, wow. And, and I love, you know, whenever I, I have like new connections and I get sent a DM, I just think that's so special because it's people actively wanting to build a relationship and not just, you know, do the likes and the follows, but yeah. just actually starting a conversation. Starting a conversation, leave a yeah. comment. Like, I mean, I mean, like, look at how we met. I don't even know. It's been so long. Like, how did we even meet? But we met on social media. I don't know how we started chatting on Facebook. I don't even remember how I found you, but I did. And it was like, it was such a beautiful gift. Like every woman that I connect to, it turns into something beautiful. Yeah, it's because you're sending those vibes out into the universe and the universe is delivering exactly what you desire <laughs> and what you need. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. Yeah. So I guess, you know, the moral of the story is to make sure that, you know, you, your intentions are pure and that 
you know, whatever work you're doing, it's something that you're passionate about, something from your heart and not something just to prove others that you can do it or something which is to prove to yourself, you know, that you're better than you are. Well, of course that's important as well, but a lot of those kind of just on the surface reasons that they'll only last a certain while, you know, you have to really go at business with intent, with purpose and Mm -hmm. just make sure that it's something that you really want to do. Yeah. And sometimes when, you know, you won't know until you're in it. Mm, That's true. Yeah. Right. Sometimes we, we really talk ourselves in out of doing something that could be amazing. And, And when we go in there and then we say, okay, well, you know, not my thing, but, the, but then you've learned to po- take one thing off the list. Um, that's that's a tricky spot because sometimes we can actually talk ourselves onto it or sabotage ourselves that that isn't going to work because it is too much work. Oh goodness, yeah, yeah, right. <gasps> Gotta work. <laughs> I've, I've got so you've got to work. Like it is, you know. I don't. I'm not a big believer in the hustle culture, but I'm in the belief of doing the work and the right type of work. Yeah. That you don't have to put 24 hours into the day. If you do five hours of, or four hours of uninterrupted work towards building your business and your purpose, it's better than dilly dallying for like 16 hours a day and thinking yeah. you have to go at it and then being unable to sleep and fatigue and stress. Oh goodness. Burnout. Yeah. Burnout. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, wow. No, this has been inspiring talk. Thank you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Your questions are always brilliant. Our conversations are just, you know, I I just, I, I mean, talking, like having talks like this, it just, I hope it does help as many women and men, you know, the same applies for men. It's, we're not, we're not singling you out. Same applies for for men. It's, it's, you know, all of the same things we talked about. It it happens to men as well, but women, we just vocalize it a lot more because we like to share and yeah, talk do. about our feelings and, and so all of true. that. But men sometimes internalize it, but that's a whole another topic. But <laughs> it's for both. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it will, it will be another episode that you watch. <laughs> I'm sure you will bring it. I know you will. <laughs> oh, no way. So tell us about yourself now. You know, what, what is it that, you know, that you're looking forward to and where are you today? Oh, wow. Okay. Where am I today? Um, well, I recently invested in in a and a new coach, but I'm really excited. I've started working with her. So I've got some homework on, on my part. And I find that, you know, in every level of your career, you, you do, you do need a a mentor that has been there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm working on that. I've got my mentorship program where I, I uh, mentor new health coaches coming into the business or ones that, um, you know, need a fresh set of eyes. So that's going really well. That's uh, taken off. And I'm really excited that I didn't wait, but I went for it. I trusted my intuitive self and I went for it. Um, I'm still seeing private clients. I still have my group coaching and, um, I've got something exciting that I'm working on right now, which I'm going to be part of a female entrepreneurship, um, 
collective in uh, Vancouver and Whistler here in BC. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where I'll be um, putting, I'll be working uh, closely with another colleague of mine in the industry, and we're going to be putting together speakers. So we'll be putting okay. on speaking engagements with other female entrepreneurs. So I'm super excited to share with them my network and learn Lovely. a lot from them as well. So that's to be announced. Nice. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And uh, so, yeah, definitely, definitely working on some projects. I've got a, my son is turning 11 soon, going on 16. So I'm trying to navigate through that, you know, we're still a mom at the end of the day. How do I navigate through that? Um, That's where I'm at. And I was thinking of actually starting uh, my second book this year, but I may have to postpone that a little bit. I can only, you know. um, Any one of you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes you have to, some projects need to be put on hold and some need focus. Yeah, so I um, oh, wow. I'm there and I'm doing some independent consulting with um, other uh, businesses too, with my other business partner and consulting. So lots happening. Oh, wow. I love that. Thank you. And of course, I'm happy to add any of your links on this description as well. Too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. It would be amazing to connect with other women in the industry that, you know, that need support or that I can learn from. Like if you got something I need to learn, find me. Right, <laughs> <my> girls. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, uh, so I, I mean, I'm on Instagram at Ashika Lasani wellness. Nice. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn and my website and you just have a beautiful way of putting all my links there. And I think I'm so grateful for you. So yeah, I mean, you can find me anywhere. (laughs) Excellent. So just a few questions before we do wrap this up. Guys and gals. Okay. So these are rapid fire questions. If you're ready. Oh, geez. Oh, this is new. Okay. Hold on. (laughs) Right. All right. Go for it. How do you handle rejection? (laughs) (laughs) Put you on the spot. Uh, I handle rejection as redirection. Oh my, oh my goodness. Wow. First time I've heard of that. Thank you. That's really yeah. good. All right. <laughs> Next question. Next Ding! question. How do you handle criticism? That I've got something to learn. <gasps> Brilliant. Basically, don't take it to heart. Don't take it to heart. You know, look at the source. Look at the source. Love that. Love that. And last question. Jing. <gasps> What's been your greatest regret to date? Oh. <laughs> I love that you're making you laugh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, you hit me hard with that. Oh, you know, good. you hit me hard with that. And I think I'm going to cry for this one. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. No, what no, no. That? No, it's good. It's oh. good because, you know, it has, it's like, again, the universe is asking me this. Mm. My greatest regret is um, not having a second child. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah, yeah not having oh. a second child. Um, oh. Although, you know, some may say that I still have time and space for it. Yeah. Um, yes, I mean, I've, and, my, one, one of my friends, 49, she's just had a child. Yeah, see, there you go. But mm-hmm. I mean, my son is 11. I mean, turning 11 now. And I just, I want to bring up... You know, but that that has been one of my regrets when I had the opportunity to to have a child. Mm-hmm. Um, 
with someone and I didn't. So that was my biggest regret. Oh, but again, you know what? Everything happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Us, for us. Right. It does. It does. You're here to serve. And again, you've got, you've got so many years on Ooh, you, so. you. Your questions got me sweating, girl. <laughs> I know. I can tell. Oh, goodness. Wow. That was quite emotional. So thank you for sharing that. That's quite an oh, intimate um, emotion as well. You know, it's, yeah. I well, wasn't expecting that. So thank you. Oh yeah, no, I know. I'm so I mean, honest. You know, yeah. it's <laughs> maybe a little too honest sometimes, but um, yeah, it's, it's, oh. you know, it's true. And again, you know, being in a public space, being online, it's like, you have to. Yeah. Man. You know, Authenticity all the way, like, baby. Yeah. yeah. But it's Love always that. like, it's always amazing to, to be here. And you, you, you ask some brilliant questions and you've got some killer mm-hmm. podcasts. Oh, um, thank yeah, you. I guess. So I'm, I'm, I'm That's grateful special. that I, stumbled upon you <laughs> <laughs> and for my listeners lovely listeners out there and um, we have got another episode to do as well which we pre-planned last year which is on excited about it i'm excited <laughs> about it it's gonna be oh are we saying what it's going to be on oh yes yeah it's gonna be on uh, perimenopause the one day of menopause and post-menopause and how to um how to um, address symptoms and prevention. Oh, I love that. And I just mm-hmm. love talking hormones because they're just so underrated and they dictate yeah. our whole lives and we have to really understand our hormones. So we will Absolutely. be sharing our knowledge with you guys. So please bear with us and mm-hmm. we'll be back with that episode. Oh, wow. And again, thank you so much for coming on again today. Oh, it's been a I mean, pleasure. Thank you. thank you so much. Always, always a pleasure <sighs> to be here with you. Likewise. So listeners, that's all we have time for today. And it's been a pleasure to serve. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, please do ask myself or Ashika on her email or, you know, follow her socials. I'll be adding all the links. And until the next episode, stay blessed, stay empowered and keep fighting. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Victim to Victor. Subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes and be sure to follow the podcast on socials to keep updated on what's next and share Victim to Victor with family and friends to help grow the community and spread the positive healing energy.